Hello and welcome to the Mamas of Midlife podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and the topic for today is getting to know and love yourself. So I am really excited about this topic. It's a topic that I have invested a lot of time in myself, and I thought it'd be a good one to share with y'all today. Before I do so, I want to point out this is episode number 47. And when I get to podcast 52, it will be one year since I started the Mamas in Midlife podcast. For the 52nd episode, I want to do something a little bit different. I would like to hear from and share your thoughts related to the podcast. I would love it if you would share with me what you have learned from this podcast, maybe insights that you've had changes that it's motivated you to make. If you would be willing to share with me your thoughts related to the podcast and what you've learned and and heard and how it's helped you, would you email me at mamasinmidlife at gmail.com. That's M-A-M-A-S-I-N-M-I-D-L-I-F-E at gmail.com by March 31st. I will do reminders on the next few podcasts, um, asking if you would send that in to me. And when you do, if you prefer that I keep your name confidential, I could do that as well. But I thought it'd be really fun on the 52nd episode to share some of the thoughts that you guys have related to the podcast. So thank you in advance for those of you that would be willing to do that. So earlier this month, I turned 50. Yes, the big 5-0. My family joked with me about having a big party. I did not want to have a big party. And I told them they couldn't have one anyway because we weren't supposed to have large gatherings. (laughs) So we didn't do a big celebration. It was more of a family thing, which was good for me. I'm not in like big parties. I'm more of a small group kind of gal. As I turned 50, I started thinking about my life and who I am. In podcast 10, I shared my story of healing and a little bit more about myself. And part of my story is the struggle that I had for many, many, many years with my self-esteem. And I really, I don't think I really even knew who I was. When we get to know a friend or maybe someone we're dating, what do we do? We ask them questions. We learn about what they like, what they don't like, what they like to do, where they like to go, what shows they like to watch, favorite movies, music. We get to know all these different things about another person. But it's interesting that we would invest that much time into getting to know other people, but yet we may not totally know those things about ourselves. We may know some things, but sometimes we don't explore all the different things about ourselves and what we really like. When I work with clients, I will encourage them to go through this process of getting to know themselves. I will sometimes even encourage them to take themselves on, quote, a date, to do something with themselves that they would really enjoy. One person took this to heart and they went to a movie by themselves and bought them dinner and they ended up having a great time. So it's a great process to go through as we get to know and love ourselves, to discover who we are 
and appreciate our strengths as well as our weaknesses. I want to share with you what this process has looked like for me over the past probably three to four years as I've done this. I realize it's going to be different for each person, but the general idea is just getting to know ourselves. So one thing I learned about me was related to exercise, learning what I like to do. I remember probably, I'd say it was probably eight years ago that I was around different women that were really into running. They would go together and run long distances. They would join these races and they would do the races together. It was like kind of their thing. It was a social thing for them but also something they really liked. And I remember seeing this and thinking, oh, I should do that. That could be something that I should, you know, this should be something I get into. And I thought also be a way to get my body into shape. So I did, I started running. I would run longer distances with my husband, with my daughter, occasionally with someone that I knew from church. And I kind of liked it, (laughs) but I didn't love it. I think I just did it because I thought that that was what would be a good thing for me to do. And I even got to the point where I thought I want to run a race because again, I saw other people doing it. I thought, oh, I'll like this because I see other people that they like doing it. And probably about five, six years ago, my husband and I signed up for a half marathon that we trained for and we ran. It was a really great experience to be able to push my body and to do something like that. And I was super, super proud of myself after I did it. But what I learned from that experience is I don't love running. I don't love running long distances. I like running short distances. Well, I should say I used to when I ran track in high school, but I don't love running. And so that was really good for me to have that awareness that just because other people like it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily going to like it. What I have learned about myself related to exercising is I like to exercise at home. I don't like going to the gym. I don't like the time that it takes to get to the gym and being around other people when I exercise. I like to be kind of by myself. I've learned that I love to lift weights. That is something I've discovered this past year as I found an exercise program that I like to follow related to strength training, and I love it. I look forward to it. I also have realized that I love going on long walks outside. Being outside for me is like my happy place. So this was good awareness as I was getting to know myself that I didn't like to do things like other people did, and that's okay. Time in the morning, that's another thing that I learned about myself. In the mornings, I like to get up and I like to have time all by myself. I don't want to have a lot of conversations with family members in the morning. I just want to sit and I want to journal. I want to have time to pray, maybe meditate. I like to study God's word. I like to just kind of think and have that quiet time. Usually I'm sitting in my bed doing it. And my family has learned this about me and they've learned to respect that time. So that's another thing that I've learned about myself. I've learned that my needs matter. When I became a mom, I thought that I should be serving my family all the time to be a good mother and a wife. And I did 
And I think I did a good job, but I also, I think I lost myself in that process because I would sacrifice sometimes things that I needed. And it probably also impacted the way that I showed up as a mom because I was forgetting myself. And I think there's a balance with this, that we can serve and take care of our families. And we can also make sure that we take that time to nurture ourselves. Probably even a better analogy is filling our gas tank. And when we fill up our gas tank, we are able to go more places. And that's how it works with people in our lives. If we filled our own tanks first, then we're able to go and do other things that we want to do for those in our lives that we care about. Related to this with taking care of myself, I just also wanted to share that I remember many years when I would be spending time focusing on my family and just trying to take care of their needs that I noticed, and I notice even more now when I think back about it, there were times when I was having a lot of feelings of anger, I would be resentful, I'd feel discouraged, and I'd feel frustrated. And I know now that was because I wasn't taking care of my needs. I remember there being a t- times where I felt like I needed a nap. I just needed like a 20 or 30 minute nap. And I couldn't even verbalize to my family that I was going to do that. And like, hey, I'm taking a nap. Leave me alone for 20 to 30 minutes. But I felt like I had to sneak away to go take a nap. And that's probably because I didn't think I deserved it. Another thing that I learned about myself was how to be honest with myself about what I wanted. For a long time, as I was raising my children, I felt this pull to do something for myself, like educationally. I kept thinking I wanted to go back to school. And there were times that I started classes and then I would pull back and like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know how I'll make it work. And what about my family? And I, I kept finding excuses of why I would do what I wanted to do. And it finally took me getting to a breaking point that I decided I really need to do this for myself. And this is really important to me. And that's when I went back to school to get my master's in social work. So that was a good learning experience for me. I have been able, I've needed to be honest with myself about money, that I want to make money and that it's okay for me to want to make money. I at times thought that that wasn't okay or that I was being greedy if I wanted to make money, but I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted to make money so that I could have experiences with my family. So I could go on trips with my husband. I I just needed to be honest with myself that I really did want these things and not tell myself I didn't deserve them or I shouldn't want them. I have also learned to appreciate my personality. I'm actually kind of a big goofball. Most people really don't know this about me because I definitely suppress it in other situations because I'm not comfortable, but I love to laugh and I actually find myself kind of funny at times and I will be by myself and think something funny or I'll say, maybe say something funny to my husband and he's heard me say this at different times. I'm like, I'm so funny. (laughs) I just laugh at myself. Um, So I've been able to learn to appreciate that about me. Around my family, I can be really silly and goofy and I'm comfortable with them. So I know I can do that. Like I feel safe being able to do that with my grandbaby, super, super silly. So I realized about that. I actually feel kind of childlike at times and I love that part of me. 
yesterday I sat down with my grandbaby and I watched the movie Frozen because I hadn't seen it all the way through and I, I wanted to see it. And he was, <laughs> he watched it with me part of the time. Of course, he's walking around and distracted a lot of the time. But it was so fun for me to sit and watch that movie and just laugh at the funny little jokes in it. And I felt like a kid and I just realized that's part of who I am, that there's this fun little kid, Lisa, that's been wanting to come out. And I think I've told that little part of Lisa, that fun little kid, Lisa, that she needs to be an adult and she shouldn't behave that way. And I'm allowing myself to do that more now and to appreciate that part of me. I've also been willing to ask myself what I need to notice the emotions I'm experiencing and to know that they indicate that there's a need and I work to resolve that need. As we get to know ourselves, there's different things that we can explore doing. And I want to give you an idea for different things that you can start doing or you can consider doing to help discover things that you love about yourself and that and ways to build and nurture you. You can ask yourself, do I like to take a bubble bath, a hot shower, listen to the rain outside, make a music video. I had a client tell me the other day that they love to do lip syncing. And I thought that's so fun. Um, gardening, a makeover, maybe it's a puzzle, doing a collage, washing a car. I've learned something about me that I really love to clean that is very nurturing for me to be able to clean and be able to see the work that I've done because I like to see um, results. And so that's something that I learned about myself as well. I used to think cleaning was just one of those things you have to do. But I'm like, oh, I actually really enjoy doing this because I love having a clean house. Here's some more ideas. Doing a picnic by yourself, painting, building or designing something, sewing. Maybe it's going to a bookstore and looking at books, going to the zoo, an art gallery, shopping, going to going on a drive and singing or just listening to music, collecting things such as maybe coins, stamps, cards, doing pottery, maybe learning about photography, maybe it's fishing or camping or going horseback riding. Maybe it's something to do with decorating, like enjoying remodeling or reorganizing. Maybe it has to do with cooking or baking. Maybe it's even kid kind of things such as finger painting, hopscotch, daydreaming, playing with bubbles, coloring, swimming, going to a playground. And then it could be things related to exercise. Maybe it is walking, running, skateboarding, rollerblading, riding a bike, frisbee golf, or maybe you like to write, write jokes, stories, journal, letters to yourself, letters to other people. So there's all kinds of different things that you can do to start discovering what you love. I encourage you to start exploring this beautiful relationship that you can have with yourself. What is it that you like to do? What do you believe? What are your interests? What do you like? What do you not like? All those kinds of questions that we might ask a friend or someone that we're starting a relationship with, those kinds of questions and those things that you'd like to learn, do that with yourself. 
And as we do this, we can really get to know and love ourselves. What I have learned for my, about myself as I've done this work is that I really like who I am. I'm not so hard on myself anymore. I can forgive myself more quickly for the things that I do that I don't like. And I'm not beating myself up about it with hard words or nitpicking or being judgmental. I like being with myself and having time alone. This has been the source of fostering self-esteem and self-confidence. I know that this is great work to do, and I encourage you to consider doing this work with yourself. I will see you all next week on the Mamas in Midlife podcast. 